Hello everybody. I welcome you to my third episode of the podcast. In this episode I will be talking about ego and strength. This was I have uh, quoted in my previous episode. This is verse 10 of chapter 1 from Shrimad Bhagavad Gita. And before I start the podcast I also want to tell you something. Very important thing. Suppose you are going to a trip and there's no network in there. Wouldn't it be very much helpful if somebody gave you directions? And uh, if you're a student, you are you're having exam, wouldn't it be very convenient for you if somebody gave you the cheat sheet or uh, the question paper already leaked with the answers? If you're very hungry, wouldn't be easy if you were just told that you know go this way and there's a charity there who are giving you food wouldn't those things be helpful if somebody gave you a book on how to survive a situation say you're in a college and a senior who has just passed out has given you this college the book on this college on how to survive it wouldn't it be that really helpful and how would you protect it? that senior was there he left the college you never know if you'll see him ever again how would you protect that book how would you take care of that wouldn't you read it every day and try to apply it to your day to day situations well don't you think bhagavad gita is that way for our entire life Shri Krishna came here and told this and not only for Pandavas or Kauravas or not even specifically to Arjuna he mentioned it some things way beyond the time way ahead of its time to tell that it is for the entire humanity it is for people to apply it in 360 degrees and it is like your cheat sheet it is like your guide for your book for your life it's a guide book for your life on how to lead it in every way you can take it spiritually you can take it if you are atheist if you believe that there is some superpower who can who is managing everything who is in coordination like you have all your nerves but there's a brain to manage and coordinate everything Same way, if you believe that there's some super power, then you're spiritual. If you believe in the concept of God, then you're religious. If none of these, if you want to deal with world in the right way, which I'm intending for this podcast, because that is the way I want to perceive it, I believe that yes, religion and spirituality are an important aspect of our life. But since we are in this world, we we wish to rather know how to deal with the present situation too if you mad so for that also and even simpler situations among them things like interpersonal relationship feeling grief inside or feeling contentment or feeling ego that is coming between you and your success anything at all this is a book which can tell you in 360 degrees in 
in entire perspective in your perspective in your point of view in a third eyes third person's point of view bird eye view this book can be applied in every way so how will you protect it not by keeping it on a bookshelf and just opening it once a year or once a month no you have to obviously have it with a clean heart and a pure intention you must be clean before you touch it it is a divine book it is not something which a human has written some things we have to respect you know we have to respect them and how do you use it it must be used day to day every verse is relatable to every single person in their own perspective so like i said given the context this was the introduction of this podcast now let's dive deep in or into it let's see what chapter 1 verse 10 has to offer us in its perspective with respect to weakness and strength and ego or ignorance and knowledge this is verse 10 from chapter 1 of shrimad bhagavad gita today we shall understand in depth about ego how we look over things how we oversimplify things how we are ignorant and how we can actually come to knowledge from the ignorance how we can come to knowledge and the way we can overcome things which seem too difficult sometimes it's our inner self which says it is very difficult sometimes it's actual problem but let's see how we can get through it the verse reads as follows Shrimad Bhagavad Gita, Chapter 1, Arjuna Vishadyog, Verse Number 10 Aparyaptam tadasmakam balam bhishma bhirakshitam Paryaptam tvidame tesham balam bhima bhirakshitam Let's break it down. Aparyaptam tadasmakam balam bhishma bhirakshitam This verse is being said by Duryodhana the king of Dhritarashtra in the battle he is telling it to his teacher here he is saying aparyaptam balam which means the strength which is immeasurable he is telling it to dronacharya who is the commander in the army he is saying we have strength which is immeasurable here we can notice two things in the very first word of this verse he is oversimplifying it because suppose you were to say um, okay let's get back to my favorite example for student let's say he is about to write an exam maybe tomorrow maybe in few days but as a student he is bound to write an examination and let's say he has certain amount of topics to cover how would he express it to his peers to say the topics i have are so many and to be covered 
he wouldn't say i have so much time i have so many resources i have this schedule planned i have this technique worked out anybody who is well aware of the situation would refer their opponent first would assess their opponent first in case of a student the hurdle is his examination here duryodhana being ignorant of his opposition without assessing it properly he is oversimplifying it in the very first word he is telling aparyaptam balam he is saying immeasurable strength here because he was in a battlefield a physical battlefield this was measured to a strength of army which was immeasurable they had 11 akshavahini sena which is very 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 vast it is way huge so he is saying aparyaptam immeasurable physically now suppose um, a person who has to face a real world in corporate sector or in any other field or in any other faculty the world is not smooth like they say the smooth sea never makes a skilled sailor it's true so a person who is ignorant will be overconfident most of the time he says that no i can conquer this this is just a piece of cake he doesn't assess or he do- he doesn't address his enemy or the opponent first if you have a deadline and a schedule planned up you would obviously say that i have to cover so much of syllabus or i have to finish so much of work in certain deadline you wouldn't say that i have such a high speed processor computer which does work at such high speed you wouldn't do that only a person who is ignorant of his work does that and this is being reflected in duryodhana's way of addressing things to his teacher who is also the commander in chief of the army he saying tadasmakam balam bhishma bhirakshitam bhishma pitamaha he is known for his immense strength and his immense training he has been known to study for 525 years including the vedas the tatva shastras the shastras the astras all of this together he has been known to study for 525 years even if you consider that people in mahabharat age although this is a uh, hearsay it's a saying but okay let's consider the possibility they said that in um, treta yug in ramayan time people lived for 10000 years and in case of dwapar yug in case of mahabharat time people lived for 1000 years and now in kali yug people live for 100 years let's consider that so according to that bhishma pitamaha whose life expectancy was say 1000 years he spent his more than half of his time 52.5% of his time studying nowadays people start earning people start working usually between 21 to 25 either they do work or they do part time internships part time jobs or internship or some way they start earning discontinuing or partially concentrating on studies 
only people who are immensely focused into studies and this very much career or goal oriented i can say that they study sincerely above 30 but i don't think many of them are that focused bhishma pitamaha studied for 52.5% of his life 525 years and thus he is being duryodhana is being over confident and over simplifying and egoistic and ignorant of his problems of his enemy he says that we have 11 akshavani senyas we have bhishma pitamaha o dronacharya you as the chief commander we have all of you by our side now what do pandavas have krishna's army is on our side we have the strength we have the number we have the power we have everything we would want what do they have seven akshavani senya they don't have their teacher they don't have bhishma pitamaha what do they have in the max bhima how much is he one person and how much can he fight measurable strength it's like saying i can take amazing photos because i have a dslr which with a full crop sensor and i have such such prime lenses i have such telephoto lenses amazing camera clarity everything oh, what do you have a basic beginner kit lens and a basic beginner camera do you think that is what makes a good photographer a person with high expensive material things measurable things but who who just clicks on automatic mode is that what makes a good photographer no that is an ignorant person that is a person who is filled with ego who says just because i have the number i'm superior he is addressing all this and this is concluded again this con- this points towards this doesn't conclude but this points towards failure this shows that you are ignorant you're going down paryaptam pridame tesham palam bhima abhirakshitam this is paryaptam measurable quantity pridame tesham of there balam strength bhima abhirakshitam bhima is protecting the pandavas are being protected by the considerable measurable strength of bhima now let's look at this in our day to day life perspective there are many aspirants we come across in the newspapers in the social medias who say that a son or a daughter of a auto rickshaw driver of a tailor of a small scale business person has achieved ias post has assumed ips post have done so much of excellence in their particular field we have heard that even a person of a 10 year age 12 year age have hacked their way into microsoft into google we hear so many rags to riches stories people who have accomplished so much in very short time that we don't even know how many of us are so well aware of current financial management yet our very own age people who are doing it tremendously amazing people plan so well 
so that even when they retire they just don't have enough just to fulfill their basic necessity but the financial planning is so well done that they can go on private jets and private yachts for vacations and live their life to the fullest how it's not just their source of income that they have it's not just the savings or the investment they contribute to every month it's because they have planned they know what to do how to do and how do you get that by experience plus not being ignorant when you invest they say that they are subject to market terms and risks aware of what they are taking into here what did duryodhana do he was ignorant he thought he could take down pandavas because they were only protected by whom bhima krishna even though he was divine he had taken a vow that he would not lift a sword no matter what he would not lift a weapon in the war so then they thought this person can't do a thing he he can be ignored what is he after all partha sarathi he is a charioteer for arjuna what max can he do so let's keep him aside who is most powerful of all bhima how much can he protect what is he in front of bhishma pitamaha who has studied spent times just studying not even practicing studying for 525 years 52.5% in current world that would be very very much close to retirement age imagine you're you're just a couple of years away from being retired and your friend is still studying imagine that so the person here duryodhana is being ignorant so like i was saying financial planning so many are doing amazingly well one should not let ego come in their way we should not okay let's look at this in a interpersonal relationship where suppose you have a, a class with your friend or your spouse or your your teacher or for some reason happens there's a class there's a misunderstanding communication matters yes communication without ego matters even more you are speaking you you are mature you think okay i will keep my ego aside let's sort out the problem we speak you speak okay but what if the person hearing you is just listening and not hearing to you why because he has ego will anything be sorted of that what if he says no i have many other friends except you 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 don't mean a thing to me you lost so what big deal i have so many other friends i can talk to this can happen most of the times with your superiors you have to be humble with them at the same time you have to make your point without sounding rude you might even feel at times that they are having ego problem to not listen to you to not give you a chance to justify yourself yes that is what is given clarity in this being on the right path is right doesn't matter how many of them follow it 
everybody knows what happened even though Duryodhana had 11 Akshani Senas he had Bhishma Pitamaha he had his Kulguru Kripacharya he had his teacher Dronacharya by his side he had all of them by his side he had his best friend Karna who used to support him through thick and thin probably even more than his own siblings we all know what happened wasn't it this problem of being overconfident that is very much reflected in just the way the verse is told it could have been the second line first he could have told that bhima is protected by a measurable strength and we have immeasurable strength protected by bhishma that would have sounded more humble and more mature and more genuine that you are assessing your enemy but did he do that why he didn't do that why because he was blinded by ego let us not do that let us not let that be the reason for our downfall you have some superiors now you when you read this verse you are able to relate when you're talking to your superior yes he has his ego but i know i am right so when i assume that post some day i shall ne- not let my ego come in my way of being a better person being a bigger person you have a class with your friend do not let that ego come in the middle you have so many better ways to sort it out communication is important communication without ego is important more than that comprehending what each other say is most important both speak without ego but if you are not able to comprehend what each other say it's fruitless conversation for example you read gita you listen to it you hear to it neither it has any sort of ignorance or arrogance towards you nor do you have to judge it but if you are not able to comprehend what gita is speaking to you that is fruitless work rather do something mindfully comprehend with it this verse is again a very very deep verse this can be reflected in so many ways uh, here this is speaking about a physical strength it could be muscle ge- power or the army the number people fighting for you for the cause of better now let's look at it as a inner strength how many of us meditate meditation many people preach about it many people say that meditation makes you feel better feel good i spoke about ego let me speak about strength yes working out makes your body fit but meditation we have heard a lot of them tell that it makes your mind fit mind and brain are two different things your brain doesn't wander about it doesn't have hands or legs it stays in your cranial vault your mind where does that stay you know, uh there's a event called yaksha prashne which means a sound of yaksha the voice the questions of yaksha which were asked to pandavas while while they were in exile one was 
it was asked and uh, among so many other questions yaksha asked this question particularly first nakula sahadeva bhima arjuna everybody went all of them were each of them actually instructed to not drink the water from a particular pond until yaksha's questions were answered but they drank anyway and they fell unconscious finally when dharmaraj yudhishthir went dharmaraj name itself is so beautiful dharma as i said it's not religion specifically it has much more depth to it dharma means the path of truth the path of righteousness the way we do things is justified he is king of that so he went he said okay i'll answer whatever your questions are i can do that among so many questions they come they came a question uh, which said which is faster than wind and the answer given by dharma raj was mind mind is faster than wind one second you are doing your assignments the other second you are thinking of what movie to watch when i finish my assignment the very immediate second you are thinking what food can i eat while watching then you think okay i don't have the food needed so what can i make hold on you are writing your assignments till you are not even done with that page probably and you are thinking what food to make and after you make that you watch it and after you watch there comes some scene say shot in new york and you start planning your trip for new york now how fast is your mind one second you are writing your assignment within probably next second or fraction of that second you are already in new york you have completed your journey already the travel is done now how fast is your ma- uh, mind that's why yudhishthira says mind is faster than wind and that is why many monks say that meditation gives you control over your mind it's not just the physical strength that matters you're going to exam or you're going to your corporate world how important is your physical strength there not very much right your work defines what you need what you need when you are in a stressful situation nobody here is without stress everybody have to deal with their own kind of stress stress and strength both are given to each individual according to their own levels it cannot be compared for a person who is in for a kid who is in nursery learning a b c d itself is a tremendous task for him for him it is as equal as learning newton's laws of motion for a 12th standard person or 11th standard person they are equally difficult so everybody needs control over their mind to focus to strengthen oneself even under stressful circumstances so we have heard meditation is good how many of us actually do it how many of us said that obstacles or hurdles or probably even ego come between it us and the meditation but oh no it's way too traditional it's way too spiritual no that's not for me 
I'm not a monk. No, that is that is supposed to be a lifestyle. There's a quote saying, "Let let food be your medicine, not medicine be your food." Why? Because food is a lifestyle. Meditation is one of the lifestyle you can adopt to a healthy living. How many of us actually do that? Isn't that one of the strength we have? Now suppose let's apply this verse as a whole in terms of mental strength, in terms of inner strength. Suppose you meditate daily. It has been a practice for you since in since over a year, and that you come across a person who who is very weak or fragile within oneself. Now you say that if I were in that person's shoe, I would probably handle it much better. And he is doing nothing. There are many people who mock at strength, be it physical or mental. Do not let that affect you. Many people are being body shamed because they're fat, because they're thin. That affects them mentally. If you're strong, yes, you can overcome it. But if you are weak, that does not mean that people who are strong can take over you. This might seem remotely related, but it is also the same essence. It is also giving the same essence of the same verse I am talking about, chapter one, verse ten from Bhagavad Gita. You can even relate it to your inner strength. That inner strength could be dealing with stress, dealing with. any kind of break probably dealing with even understanding something everybody has got to start somewhere suppose you are not able to cope up with something dealing with that pressure or suppose you are newly elected member for some committee there are responsibilities that come along with your rights or even when you turn 18 there are certain legal rights and duties you have to follow even when you are 21 there are some rights and duties you have to follow every age there are stress which keeps adding they don't compound but they add any kind of inner strength this verse speaks just because you have the required inner strength doesn't mean the person who does not have enough resources is any lesser to you how many of us are there that we have the required items or the required tools but we are not able to manage it well we don't use them well person who just writes with a pen just uses it to write something sometimes even scribble But the person who wants his inner desire so much that he just wants something to do an art. There are so many people who just, with a pen, with a simple, maybe even use and throw pen, which is two, three, maximum five rupees, they do such wonderful art. Same way, inner strength also. People who are fragile also can do tremendously wonderful. Do not think. Do not. Misjudge anybody just because, in some way, they are less uh, fortunate to have the resources you have. They are any less to you. 
and if you are on the other side you to do not think that just because you lack some resources of some somebody who's slightly more luckier in that aspect is any superior to you you never know what brings a downfall to you they say right kala chakra you you are in the bottom of the chakra now you are being rolled over you are being stamped over don't think that you will always be there there's also saying that if you come from a poor family a rich family should come from you if you don't come from a rich family a rich family should come from you that is a kala chakra chakra is clearly specified chakra means chakra tu dhatu zadar it means chalanam karoti which means it's just flowing it's continuous it's continuous it doesn't stop it doesn't have to mean only circular it doesn't have to stop so if you are on the other side you might be able to utilize the resources much well than somebody who is having resources but has no knowledge of how to use it or you are fortunate too in your own way this verse can be reflected in many ways just now we spoke about a student a person who's working in an, a corporate firm as an entrepreneur an interpersonal relationship that do not let ego come in between you and that person sort it out well sort it out in a mature way and we spoke about inner strength how important is it just the strength the number doesn't matter yes it number does matter because one straw is weak than a hundred of us yes but that alone is not sufficient strength matters but what matters even more is how you use it so with this i conclude the podcast thank you so much for listening if you go through any verse of gita make sure to try and apply it in as many ways as possible thank you so much for listening if you liked it please share with your family and friends thank you so much